Anthony, Anthony, Mr. Dalpius, creator of Little Baby Robot. How does it feel that your character is the star of the latest Avengers film, Avengers Reborn? Oh, I gotta say, it feels incredible, but it also feels a little bit inevitable. Like, once this character popped out of my brain, he was just meant for the silver screen. And, and is it hard to believe, from your perspective, that this whole thing began on your tiny little podcast? Double A Popcast, that's the name, correct? That is correct, yes. That's spelled D-O-U-B-L-E-A-P-O-P-C-A-S-T. And people can follow you on, what was it, Twitter and Instagram? Mm-hmm. Wow, and how does your partner Adam feel about all this? He loves it. He's a little bit jealous, but he also loves it. That's understandable. That's very understandable. But, uh, so how do you see this character playing out in the long term in the MCU? I think he is going to take the center stage. He's going to lead the Avengers. And he's going to go even beyond that. He's going to lead a whole gang of superheroes from across the universe and dimensions. The best superhero of all time. He's going to replace Superman, Iron Man, Spider-Man. Just all of them. Mm-hmm. It'll be Little Baby Robot. Exactly. Wow. That name will be synonymous with superhero and heroism and awesomeness. Now, do you prefer Little Baby Robot or LBR? Uh, con- contractually, I have to say LBR is fine. Understandable, understandable. Well, since you will be going back to the podcast eventually, people should know that they can still give your podcast high ratings on Apple Podcasts, five stars preferably, because the higher rating they have, the more likely us reporters are likely to find it and give it higher ratings ourselves. Yeah, and you never know when I'll drop little tidbits of awesomeness of new characters that might come up. Now, are you saying that there's a possible future here for Little Baby Robot? Ooh, I will say no comment. All right. But well, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Mr. Dalpiez. Enjoy the premiere. Thank you. This is Double A Popcast. Your weekly recharge. Adam and I are here with a very special guest. Yes, we'd like to introduce, uh, actually, uh, my girlfriend, uh, Anna. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks We're for being here. We're excited to have you. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> so last night, uh, we saw Avengers Endgame, and uh, so the way we're going to break down this review is the first 15, 20 minutes of this uh, podcast will be spoiler-free, uh, a spoiler-free review. Basically just our feelings, our emotions, maybe technical aspects of the film, nothing with any spoilers. Um, and then we are going to uh, indicate when we'll be switching over to spoilers. I believe last week we talked about hearing a snap. So when you hear the, uh, then that means we're going to start talking about spoilers. So once we snap our fingers, we'll be going into spoiler territory. You have been warned. <laughs> if you do not want to hear any spoilers, stop listening after the snap. We'll give you a few seconds afterwards uh, to fade away from the podcast and to not hear any spoilers. So, spoiler-free review. What do you all think? I think it might be the very best Marvel movie, if not one of the best. It was the scope was incredible. Mm-hmm. It was it was fantastic. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think that the the scale of this movie is so massive, and I would say this is like the perfect, you know, cherry on top of the MCU of these 22 movies. This is the perfect kind of like wrap up and, you know, 
Yeah, it, it is very much an ending chapter. Yeah. It and I will say it ends in a way that's not very final. It's not like that's the end. That's it. You know, no more adventures from anyone else. It definitely is a lot more like, oh, we're gonna keep going, mm-hmm. and there will be more stories. People will have different, you know, plans now going forward. But it's, you know, this is the end of this chapter, and, you know, going forward, there are more adventures to come. Mm-hmm. I I think it tied up like a lot of like loose ends for yeah. a lot of storylines, um, mm-hmm. especially like that. And like you said, that end scene kind of sort of, it left its way for other things to come about, but it really just tied up everything. the major points. Yeah. You know, the major plot lines are kind of tied up and done, and it's very well done. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't leave wanting more. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm good. I'm satisfied. Yeah, and they balance the characters so well. Yeah. It seems like so many of the characters have an arc. They're mm-hmm. interesting. They feel like, again, in, how they felt in Infinity War, where they feel authentic to their own movies or storylines. It mm-hmm. feels like each character is in their own respective movie. Yeah. It, it, it's similar to Infinity War, where, you know, that cutaway we mentioned this last week, how we go to space. You know, it feels like, oh, James Gunn's back in the helm. Mm-hmm. Um, each character in this movie in the same kind of way you get that sense of, okay, you know, Iron Man's doing his jam, Captain America's doing his jam, Black Widow's doing her thing, you know, everyone feels authentic and to their character. It doesn't feel like, oh, well, Rocket's here, so we're just gonna, well, he's gonna be, like, more serious now because he's in an Avengers movie. It's No, he's still Rocket, you know, he's still making jokes. Mm-hmm. He's still, you know being a jerk every now and then, even <laughs> right. in these dire circumstances. But no, everyone feels, you know, the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, just given, like, what happens, like, there are a lot of character changes. Yeah. But everybody goes back to their authentic selves. Like, yeah. nobody changed specifically for this movie and these no. roles. Like, just because something like this happened or XYZ happened, like, they're all still, you can tell, like, just themselves. Nobody's... All the relationships have their mm-hmm. different dynamics, but they all still bring in what's been in the past to their mm-hmm. own movies. Yeah. Yeah, the core of the characters are all still the same. Yeah. And from a from a technical aspect, switching from the, the narrative, the storyline aspect to the technical aspect, this was a very beautiful film. And some of the effects um, that are done... Um, how do I say this? I'll give you anything away until... We get to the spoiler review. There are some action sequences in, in action sequences in this movie. For example, uh, no surprise there. We see some fights happening in the trailer. Um, they're just so well done, and you know, so much of the tone of the film I think is carried in the background and in the lighting, and all of that is very well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, one scene in particular near the end, something major happens. There's a lot of red and gray and orange and kind of dark blue lighting that's happening. And that really was like, oh, okay, this is kind of like a darker moment. Mm-hmm. But but no, it's it's very good. Mm-hmm. So, And especially, I, I feel like in Infinity War, um, Thanos looked so good. He almost mm-hmm. looked real in several of the shots. And I would say that when he does show up in this movie, same thing. He looks... Like, 
actual character. I don't see a CGI effect. I see Thanos. I feel like everyone looked like a real character, though. Like, from props, setting, everything. Like, it looked like there was, like, you can't tell. I, I mean, it was very, like, you just think maybe they're just, like, in a full-on costume and that's just, like, a lot of makeup. Like, mm-hmm. they don't seem fake. The interactions are seem real. Yeah, the CGI that's done, you know, when CGI characters, of which there are a few, um, I don't think it's really a spoiler. No. 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 There are a few no. CGI characters that who are interacting with physical objects, and, you know, it, it looks like, you know, this person's actually hitting this button, or is, you know, picking up this can, or whatever, and everything looks mm-hmm. natural. And I think that this is... I still think back to the rhinos in Black Panther, and how rough those rhinos looked. Um, yeah. <laughs> and when compared to this, I'm like, okay, all the budget for the rhinos went to Endgame. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say earlier, you can really tell that this this is why they took such a long time to film this. Not necessarily just for the fact of like scheduling with other movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It really took time and effort to make this potentially one of the best movies out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I've talked to so many of my friends that have already seen it, and they're like, this is probably the best Avengers movie, but then they also go back to, this might be one of the best movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the best action movies. Because oh, gosh, yes. this... There are moments in this movie that I think will live on in the same way there are moments from Star Wars and Lord of the Rings that will live on in cinematic history. There are scenes from this movie in particular that I think will live on in cinematic history as some of the best that's ever been done. I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how Marvel is going to ever top something to this extent. That is one of my concerns is, you know, they've done so well here that as we mentioned earlier, there it does leave room for you know, continuation. We already know that there's going to be some sequels have already been announced. I mean, Spider-Man Far From Home is coming, whether that's a prequel or a sequel, we have yet to see. But we know that the MCU is going to keep on chugging afterwards. Mm -hmm. Kevin Feige has said he has the next five years roughly planned, and even in the long term, the next 20 years planned for the MCU. So, I mean, I'm concerned in that they've written themselves into this grand epic, you know, 22 movie long story mm-hmm. that you know how, where do we go from here yeah but it, a lot of i've heard a lot of people in hollywood say that that is often where the best stories come from where the writers will write themselves into a corner mm-hmm. and then have to find a way to get themselves out of that and that's mm-hmm. kind of what all the russo brothers marvel movies have done with captain america the winter soldier mm-hmm. just having shield disintegrate at the end yeah in captain america civil war having that fissure between the avengers yeah it's in specifically between captain america and iron man infinity war the snap yeah oh my gosh yes that so bold choices yeah all very bold choices all very you know and i think it's interesting looking at the retrospect of the mcu um from the very first avengers movie in 2012 directed by joss whedon Mm-hmm. Compared to this, it almost makes the first Avengers movie look like a fun, you know, kitty adventure almost. Mm-hmm. When compared to the scale and emotional weight of Endgame, and there are some final, there are some moments near the end that you know you think like, wow, we've been on this like ten year long journey, you know. I remember I was 
16 when the first Avengers came out. And now, oh, yeah, you were. And now I'm 22. <laughs> and I'm like, I've changed so much. The world has changed so much. And I feel like the MCU has just changed along with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that if the MCU stayed the same kind of jokey Joss Whedon MCU, if I would have stuck around. Well, I was going to say, I think like it starts off so serious as well at some points. Endgame like, or the no, MCU? No, just the whole MCU thing. Like, if, like, I remember seeing Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Iron Man was always my favorite superhero because he was the first one I ever saw. Mm-hmm. And so his started off like so serious with like the cave and that situation and then you just see it kind of progress and i think the funniness and like the, all that backstory and just kind of like even like guardians of the galaxy like the first one like chris pratt he had to be perfect for star lord like i mean he's just such a funny character mm-hmm. and just going all through that and then you just see that pivotal changes as like the avengers come out and like where it gets more and more serious and that just led up to this moment so I think that's kind of how they tried to progress it because I mean if it was serious all the way through, it would have. I feel people would have jumped off the bandwagon because they're like, "There's no fun to this." Exactly, and it gets dour. And this, and to your Josh Whedon comment, this movie has incredibly funny moments. It does. It and does. I, and I think the Marvel movies in general they handle the humor pretty well. And there's some movies that the humor is emphasized even more, which I would say is with the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and mm-hmm. the Ant Man movies. Yeah, that's true. I guess just thinking about the Avengers compared mm-hmm. to Avengers Endgame and just how drastically different those movies are. Thinking from, you know, I know this just because the the costumes have changed especially, but we've talked in the last episode about how we both were like, you know, that first Avengers Captain America outfit is so goofy looking. Mm-hmm. You know, that bright blue it almost looked like everything's velcroed on mm-hmm. you know and the kind yeah. of plastic looking you know helmet with the big a on it and it's just like this is not a good well, look well if you look at like even back in like history like military uniforms from way back when or like football uniforms it, True. they had to have it progress with the times if you came out with captain america and came out with like this really snazzy fancy suit like what he has now it wouldn't have fit the times, I don't think. I don't know. I feel like people would have been like, that's that's too technological. Which I know that the superhero movies are very technological and advanced in their times, but I feel mm-hmm. like it would have been too much too soon. Mm. And you wouldn't have seen the development. Because honestly, my theory is that throughout all of this, like I mean, we've seen Tony make his suits all the way up through and stuff, and I forget what movie it is, but when he makes all of those, and they all have these different features and stuff, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if he helped design each Avenger's newer suits over time. Oh, yeah, and so. I think it's implied in starting yeah. with Age of Ultron. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that they're... I mean, he designs Spider-Man's suit, pretty much. Yeah, because in yeah. Age of Ultron, they're, when after they're flying in that ship from like the first mission that first scene in the movie yeah someone says something one of the team members says something to uh, tony and he goes no that's cap he's the leader i i just what did he say i just fund everything and make everyone suits better or something like that yeah, yeah i remember that now that you i fund everything that. and make everyone look good or something like that yeah, yeah. yeah. Better. So i think yeah. if like you made it to where it was too technological you would just kind of be like over time like well how did they come up with that to add to the suit I mean, even, I think, to a degree, Infinity War, um, Tony's nanotech suit, I'm like, this is a bit of a stretch for yeah. me. You know, having the suit just, like, come out, you know, from uh-huh. the center, I'm like, 
Okay. How'd you fit that much in there? How did... Okay, this is a Mary Poppins, you know... Yeah. And how do you feel about everyone has the flippy helmets? Oh my gosh. Spider-Man does, Iron Man War Machine does. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The helmets where they just, like... Come on up. It goes all the way down to the... Yeah, well, I mean, Star Lord has something like that. It looks yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cool. They, they all do. Like, yeah, like, Brie Larson does in Captain Marvel. Yeah, and what Captain Marvel. Movie. All these, all these like compact helmets. You know, <laughs> who clearly Tony's not the only one because like Star Lord has it and Captain Marvel has it and Ant Man has it. Maybe well, I guess Pym and Stark probably worked together at Shield. It's implied that in um, Ant Man. Yeah. That we see them together. together at the very beginning. And so I guess they would have learned from each other. But like yeah. Star Lord and Brie Lar- and Brie Larson, uh Captain America Captain Marvel, my goodness. You know, all have these, you know, you know, real quick go to the back of their head or go to the their cowl or whatever. And I'm like is this, well, is this like how helmet design has evolved in the MCU? You know, everything is retractable now. Well I mean yeah. also look at like just like from the first Guardian or Infinity War for that matter, like the technology and like the machines that the space people have and just like in space has compared to like what earth has True. it's drastically different so i feel like there's two technology technology journeys in both of these worlds and maybe oh, the space sure. is more advanced oh, yeah. in some ways oh absolutely because captain marvel takes place if this is a spoiler for those of you who haven't seen the movie i haven't oh okay, <laughs> it's okay do you care forward. when it takes place i don't though? mind it takes place in the 90s and so we see uh, that yeah. Brie, in the very beginning, she has this helmet, and it has that technology. Hmm. So you're right, yeah. yeah. That's just credence to your point. And then even, although at the same time, the MCU has, and, you know, we see it in Infinity War, we see it in, I think, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Civil War... Where people are able to do like video chats via holograms. That's a far stretch and, for me. You know, yeah. <laughs> minor plot detail. It's used in Endgame. They we see this technology used in Endgame briefly, and I'm just like, how? What does this look like on the other end? You know, like like Rhodes is having the conversation with. Um, Who's the Secretary of Defense in Infinity War? Oh, Ross. Ross, yeah. Yeah. He's having the conversation with Ross. And, you know, does Ross see the Avengers lab where Rhodes is standing? Or does he just see Rhodes standing there in the room with them? Because clearly Rhodes is able to see the table and everyone else sitting at the table with Ross. And Ross is walking around and he walks up to Captain America. Like, what's the... How is that anyway? I'm getting too into the hologram, but... Yeah, to me the hologram thing's just such a far stretch because you can see people walk away and then it, like, shuts off. I'm like, well, is it motion-censored? So if I walk by it during the day, it pops up or something? Yeah, like, like, would you see, just, like, like if I was doing something in my office and then Anna walked by her hollow tape at work, you know, right. it'd be like... And then when it, like, alerts someone else, like, so-and-so is trying to call you, and then all of a sudden you just see someone walking by and they're like, oh, false alarm. Or is there, like, a tech guy in the back who's like, let me know when you want to shut it off, <laughs> Okay. I'm sure you have the ability to click it off. I would assume. It, I don't know. That technology. Rody clicks it off. That's and, true. He clicks off Ross. Yeah. He's like, okay, we're done here. I don't know. Maybe it's like an override kind of a thing. Maybe. I just thought that was so. I just think that's so funny though. So, like holograms. So, like that's just so different. It's yeah. so weird. I mean, it lends itself, I think, to that that comic universe. 
that things are not quite exactly the same here for a number of reasons. Oh um, but like, yeah. yeah, it just seemed, I don't know, that's one thing that I'm just like, we can do that, but like, you know, all these aliens show up and everyone's like, aliens, what? <laughs> you know, anyway. So I think we are good to go into the spoiler talk. Yeah. We are roughly around in. 18 minutes. So we're going to snap and we'll give you a few seconds and then we'll go into the spoilers. And if you could do the honors. Okay. So, we got some deaths in this movie. Oh my god! Oh boy! Oh my, that's how we start out the spoiler review. Yep, spoiler review. We got some deaths in this movie. I'm so mad about the ones that happened. I, okay. I'm, mad, I'm mad from the standpoint of like, they were, I just love them so much. Yeah. I think Fair. that's why I'm mad. Like, I didn't want to see those stories end. Yeah. I, Okay. So, I think we theorized about it on the podcast, or just in our conversation, Anthony, but I thought Tony was going to live. Oh my gosh, I thought so too. I thought Tony was going to survive, and he would either become the Secretary of Defense, he would become what Nick Fury is, and he would stick around as like a mentor to Tony, and like a guide to, you know, everyone and all that. I didn't think that. And I thought he would just stick around. I thought he would stick around, but no, nothing to do with the Avengers. Oh, I thought he would stick around and like still I, help. I think he. I thought he would have been more like, you know what? I've done my time. I've paid my dues. I'm done. I'm done. If you guys need um, me, I'll give like my advice. But like, I'm out. Interesting. Oh. That's what I thought because just because I mean, like you can see throughout the movies and stuff, he's just he just gets more and more tired, and he kind of makes comments and like peppers like, I really wish you weren't doing this, or you get that vibe. That's true. So that's why I was like, well, maybe he wouldn't stick around yeah like he would still be alive but he wouldn't be like that he wouldn't be an avenger he'd be like a sideline avenger yeah no. see i thought going into this i thought that there was a high likelihood that he would die but then when the movie started and we see it flashes forward to five years later and he has a daughter with pepper i thought yeah. that that then he would survive like this and, is his plot mm-hmm. shield you know, yeah, and come then, back for the well, daughter. Yeah, and then be more like what you were saying, Anna, where he's just helping out the Avengers, but farther away. But mm-hmm. just really, he's just raising his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we have the death of Tony. We have the death of Natasha, the death of Black Widow. That was such a plot twist. That, I was not expecting that at I, all. Yeah. I, I thought that they were going to somehow game the system and get the soul stone another way. I know, I thought that too. Especially when they jump over They that both side jumped over and on... she grabs him but hooks him. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I wasn't so I thought that when Hawkeye had shot that explosive arrow and knocked her over, that that was it cuz the way it's shot how he looks at her. I I couldn't believe it when he after he jumps off and then she gets him. Oh. I I yeah. Did no one think to push Red Skull? Well, I mean, but that's not something they love. Oh, that's yeah, true. you can't, you can't. Can't just they, kill someone. This is why War Machine and Nebula couldn't go together. Because I was like, why oh. didn't they send them? And I was like, well, they don't have that connection. That Although I don't know if Hawkeye they knew that the Soul Stone. They did. Nebula though, did. Nebula told them. Yeah, Nebula knew. That's right. Because that's, right. that's how she. I mean, she found out that her sister died that right. way. But they were still kind of surprised. But I guess you're in this scenario where you have to go. You have to get the stone. That's true. Yeah. Although, okay, so one thing that came through my mind is like, okay, so Red Skull 
knew Natasha's father's name, Ivan, briefly mentioned. Yeah. But even she's like, I didn't know his name. So clearly this guy's telling the truth. My thought is like, did the Soul Stone or the Space Stone give Red Skull the power to like just know everyone? Or like he's just evil Yoda of the Avengers realm. I guess. oh yeah, I think he. I, I mean, I think he. He's definitely imbued with some powers. He's floating and all that. I was about to say yeah. With fair, but like, I have to wonder like how many people show up to Vormir and he's you know like Anthony, son of Chris. I don't know your father's name. You know, son yeah. of Christopher. You have come for the stone, and he's like, oh no, I'm just I'm just passing through. I just uh, saw the mountain, thought I'd climb it. Damn. Oh, never mind. <laughs> You know, like, how do people come through and he's, you know, the soul stone requires a sacrifice. Nana's going over here for a drink. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'll be here if you change your mind. Yeah, it seems like it's tough to get to that place. Is it Boromir? Is that Boromir, yeah. yeah. And, like, I remember watching Thanos um, and Gamora make the trek. They took a while to get yeah, up there. Yeah, they didn't show that with Hawkeye and Black Widow. They did a so little bit, because Black Widow said... Or one of them said, I bet the raccoon didn't have to climb a mountain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. But I also remember, like, physically watching Gamora and Thanos, like, walk up the side and stuff. I think that was just a brief moment. And mm-hmm. so, like, you could tell that, like, they're exhausted and, like, they're superheroes. But like, also, they like... shouldn't be exhausted. But... Not, well, I don't know. I just thought of, like, all these, like, funny, you know, kind of humorous potential, like, SNL stuff with that one scene of just, like him being you know well since you came if you'd like to stop by the gift shop we have <laughs> i went to vormir to get the soul stone <laughs> i lost a loved one and all i got was this goddamn t-shirt and the soul stone <laughs> you know or like once someone has the soul stone the soul stone the soul stone <laughs> once someone has the soul stone like because we see that tony grabs it at the end mm-hmm. um from the Infinity, the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet, we see him grab all the stones. Like, once the, like, is the Soul Stone, like, hidden in Vormir and you have to sacrifice someone to get it? Because then, like, wouldn't you just have to have one person do that sacrifice and then the Soul Stone's just <gasps> free? Yeah. I had an idea. Yeah. What if you were a narcissist and you loved yourself so much and you threw yourself over? Do you get the stone or do you die? What if you get a corpse floating <laughs> in the water with the yeah. soul stone? But that was what I just thought. I was like, what, if, like, what if you... Well, I don't know. I mean, but I don't think a narcissist would ever do that. Because they love themselves too much. I know, but yeah. if they really... Like, Thanos, like, he's a narcissist. Uh, I, I, think, I think he I is. I don't think he's a narcissist. I think he thinks highly of himself, but I don't think he loves himself. I, uh, I, I would disagree based on what we've seen in this movie Ooh. and some of the past ones. Yeah. Just, I mean, just do it. I mean, like, he's not like the stereotypical narcissist necessarily yeah. but he does have narcissistic characteristics and i mean he loved him he, himself enough just to throw his daughter over yeah well i even think of that scene from infinity war where he re, where he says to gamora he names off all those skills that she has and he says like those are for that's for me that's for me that's but true. he goes i never taught you to lie that's why you're so bad at it yeah so that's definitely a narcissistic thing where... yeah what's interesting that that scene paid off at the very beginning of this movie you mentioned that now um how you know um they get also i did not expect them to go and kill thanos in like the first I, 10 minutes of the movie i was no. not expecting it to be thor i was i was, I was like oh nebula will kill him or someone else and then thor just whoosh, 
I honestly thought Nebula oh. was going to as well. Oh my god, did you guys notice though that when his head was chopped off, that the blood splattered only onto Nebula and onto her eye? Did you oh, notice no. that? Only her. Well, she was the only one that they showed. Yeah. Because it splashed on her eye. Yeah. And you can see her wiping it away as she closes her father's eyes. Yeah. yeah. And it was... it was like red, and it wasn't red before. Was, I just picked that blue. up. No, his blood was red on her eye, which was blue. You could clearly I see the his distinction. Blood was purple. Whatever color it was, and however they wanted it to hit the blue on her, uh, you could clearly tell it was different. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I did not. Well, first of all, I will say this movie starts off in a way that is just like, and into the action. Here we go. You know, you have Clint off teaching his his daughter how to shoot. Um, oh, that was such a great opening too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that Where was... they're just having a peaceful little picnic. picnic. Yeah. yeah. Especially because I don't feel like we, we we didn't see Hawkeye much in the last Avengers one, did we? He wasn't in it at all. I didn't think so. Yeah, so that was a nice way to tie in his part of the story. And yeah. How he. Yeah. Get so angry. I don't think so we all angry. theorize that when we see him as Ronan in um, the trailer, we do see him as Ronan in this movie where he's killing all these people. That it's like, oh, his family probably got snapped. And then we see that happen at the very beginning of this movie. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's a credence to the fans being smart or just like the writers being like, there's no other way that we can get him to this point, you know, unless we, you know, do all that and like, get rid of his family but um, but I don't know I mean they might have just that's the natural progression for this character that's true his family's gone mm-hmm. his, yeah you can uh, really see how hurt he was it was a, rough for him well yeah, yeah. I mean it rough, would be rough for anybody rough time. it was rough for all of them in their own yeah. way yeah by the way when we did our <clears throat> Avengers Endgame prediction yeah in January you were right about one of the things you remember? What was I right about? You said that Captain Marvel would save Tony and Nebula in the ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, You're right. You I called that. that. I did call that. Points for Adam. Yeah. Um, I thought that's why you freaked out when you saw her show up. Well, I was like, <clears throat> well, I thought that Tony would have, like, Nebula put Tony in the kind of pilot's chair. I thought she was going to go back and pilot it and, like, be like, I figured it out. I got us back to Earth or whatever. I found out where your planet is or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And then when like the glowing light was happening, I was like, "Oh, they're re-entering the atmosphere," and then it kind of goes out, and it's like the glowing. I'm like, oh, "It's Captain Marvel." Although my thought is, because we see at the end, minor spoiler for the again, if you have not seen Captain Marvel yet, um, you should go, just stop listening. Go now. do that <laughs> if you are still here and you haven't seen Endgame or Captain Marvel. I applaud you because you clearly don't care about spoilers, <laughs> or um, they just want to be prepared. Or you want to know exactly what's going to happen. So Take tissues. You will cry <laughs> Bring, so much. We'll get to the, the yeah. tears in a moment. Um, but I... I was like, did... Because the other Captain Marvel, the after credit scene, we see her show up mm-hmm. because the Avengers are looking at the pager that Nick mm-hmm. Fury had. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, did she go there first? They tell them, and she's basically told... Like, oh, Thanos snapped his fingers, and then half the universe died, and Nick probably was snapped with them. Oh, by the way, our friend Tony and, you know, some alien chick are on a spaceship stranded. And then she went and saved them, brought them back. Or was she just on her way and happened to run into them? Because I would, 
I kind of like the former over the latter because yeah. I feel like the former is just like, oh, how lucky for them that Captain Marvel happened to be going the same way that she bumped into them in the middle of space. Well, she right. kind of looked like she showed up with a purpose. So I'm thinking it's the former. I think it's that she got there. She's like, where's Nick? They told her what happened. And then, you know. Yeah. Or almost. Yeah, I, I do hope. That would be neat if it was the former. But it almost seemed like she was just patrolling or something like that. Mm. And almost like the beeper thing, she didn't get it or something like that. I don't know. Maybe maybe there'll be like a sequel or a prequel that maybe ties it loose. Because I mean, if we'll he snapped half away of... the universe, maybe she was like on a planet or patrolling and then all of a sudden stuff started disappearing and she was like, what? What just happened? And then maybe she got the beeper or didn't and just went to Earth to figure out what was going on. And then they told her then and like kind of combining it all together. Maybe there were but... traces of like the energy that Thanos released on the ship or something. But yeah. you're you're right. Maybe it is the former because why, why was Pepper at the Avengers facility? Exactly. So I feel oh, like yeah. either she was there because she was in New York or something. I don't know. But I feel like Captain Marvel was what went there after the end scene of Endgame. Yeah. Or Captain Marvel. So I feel like if we're gonna go in chronological order, it's probably, you know, Clint's family disappears, Captain Marvel shows up at the Avengers, and then she flies out to go save Tony. Yeah. But mm. I think that that's because we never see that Captain Marvel end credit scene in Endgame occur. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it had to have been in that order. Yeah. Because otherwise, super lucky, and that would that be that's too much coincidence, right. honestly, for my taste for a movie that's so yeah, and space is so vast. Like... Exactly, it's like oh, in the vastness of the universe, she happened to bump into this one ship containing two very important people to save the whole universe. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. lucky for her and them. I like that on the ship. I I really like again like just these characters, and. Something I'm going to miss about Tony Stark is just how he plays off of different characters. Mm-hmm. I liked how... So, like, I'm thinking these characters are stranded, and I'm thinking what I would do in that scenario, and you see them playing that... Playing paper tabletop football. football yeah, yeah, tabletop football. <laughs> I love Nebula's reaction to... Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and, like, slamming her hands and stuff. And Tony Stark, <laughs> when he's recording that message for Pepper, he's explaining their situation and how he's talking about being with Nebula... He says he's, she's only a little bit sadistic. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. And I love how when they're, they're doing the football thing, go back to that for a moment, like, you, he's like, and you have a point. And he's like, she's kind of just like staring at him. He's like, you, you, you win. He's, she's like, good. She's <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Well, because okay. she wanted to win. Cool. So she's like, again! Yeah. <laughs> again! <laughs> Which and he's just thinking, like, like, okay. How, how long have they been playing flag football? Like, how long did it take for him to explain this to her? Like, where do they find the material to make it? Because it's all—it's a shiny one. Probably yeah. just like metal yeah. paper or something like that. Oh, I know. I or it's like a piece was... of metal that was triangular shaped. But yeah, um, I just thought it was funny because I was like, <laughs> "That was that." I kind of wish I saw more of them, just them stranded together. I feel like there's a lot of that. character development in that like five minute scene. It might have been longer than five minutes, but I feel like like because you could. They hated each other in the last movie, I felt like, at times. Well, the, I mean, Correct me if I'm like, wrong. We interact, because really Nebula all. just okay. kind of, while they're fighting Thanos on Titan, she shows up in her ship and crashes into Thanos. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. And then she joins that's the right. fight. Yeah. I remember that now, yeah. Well, I... I feel like, I always just feel like Nebula just hates everybody, just because of how she is, so that's probably why I'm getting that all confused. Oh, fair. Because she just gives off that thing that's just like, 
I'm here. I'm going to do my thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I... she had a really traumatic life. So. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I don't blame her. Yeah. Especially having to kill yourself. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Which, so, so kind of going to the plot for a moment, this plot relies heavily on time travel and a lot of emotional weight oh is tied gosh. up with that time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are, I would say, if... If you want to rewatch any movies in the MCU to make Endgame more impactful, rewatch The Avengers, rewatch Guardians of the Galaxy, rewatch Infinity War, and then I don't know why I'm saying it, but rewatch Thor: The Dark World apparently because that I was so upset that you know they're going over the different Infinity Stones and Thor's explaining like the Aether, the Reality yeah. Stone, and I'm he's like, that was this time where my girlfriend, not really my girlfriend anymore, you know, was she. The Infinity Stone went in her and all that. And I'm thinking, like, oh, dang it. I had to watch Thor The Dark World. The one the one movie in the MCU, besides Homecoming and Iron Man 3, I'm sorry, Anthony, you know, that I haven't seen yeah. is going to be pivotal to Endgame. But I love how they double down on that. And, like, every every story that we've told matters. That's true. That's so cool. And that this really is a finale to everything. Yeah. How awesome is that? That's true. Yeah. I, I will say I loved um, seeing the Avengers from 2012 again. That yeah. classic oh gosh, shot yes. of them, the camera going around them. Oh, I know. I was like, oh, we're They're back. so great. Oh. Yeah. And I loved seeing, because, you know, now that we've been introduced to this whole cast of characters, it's like, yeah, the Sorcerer Supreme would be doing something about this, mm-hmm. you know, not just the Avengers, there's so many other heroes who are here, and to see Professor Hulk. Oh my god! Another yeah. side note before we go on with this whole uh, Avengers 2012 thing. Um, we get some Professor Hulk in this, which I was very happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, that diner scene was funny. The diner scene yeah. was great of, you know, Banner, Hulk, Professor Hulk. Professor, we'll call him Professor, you know was just eating that giant bowl of eggs. And it looked like he had, like, pancakes wrapped around sausages as, like... Oh, I didn't little, notice that. Like, breakfast cannolis or something like that. Breakfast cannolis. And he's like, want some eggs? It's a giant bowl. You see his giant mug of coffee, too? <laughs> his giant thing of syrup, just, like... Who's custom-making all this? Like, does he come in with his, like, own, like, dinnerware? You know, like, <laughs> oh, put all the eggs in here and do all that? You know, but that was... That was great. Um... But back to 2012, you know, having him interact with Tilda Swinton's Sorcerer Supreme, I did not think we were going to see as many past characters as we did. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked with the Ancient One, her talking about how, well, when, when Bruce explains that Doctor Strange willingly gave up the Time Stone, mm-hmm. how, she, how she says that Doctor Strange, that Stephen Strange is supposed to be the best of them. Mm-hmm. And that's so that's so cool to think that she knew even back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fact that she knew he was going to come to them, and that she was, you know. And I like how even casual she's just like, if you want Stephen Strange, he's operating down there. Yeah, you're, you said like he's you're five years too early. He, yeah. yeah, he's mm-hmm. already he's not here yet, and it's like, oh, interesting. Yeah, but yeah. she just knew. So, although again, then again, in Doctor Strange, she does mention how she's seen. Up to this point. Right. Oh, so, yeah. She probably already knew Dr. Strange was going to be there, but yeah. Yeah. 
And I was kind of concerned for a moment when he tells her, you know, no, but, but Stephen, you know, gave up the time stone just willingly. She's like, maybe I made a mistake. And I'm thinking, is she going to double down on I'm not giving it to you because yeah. I made a mistake in judgment That's, thinking yeah. Stephen was the best of us. Right. I was so concerned, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I felt that for a second, too. Yeah. <gasps> I, I thought they were going to have to fight Same. at one point. Like, gonna I have... thought it was going to break out in, like, a fight. Like, well, it, I mean, it seemed like that. Like, Hulk was almost ready to, but then she pushes his astral form out of him. Yeah. That was, which, so, which was cool. so cool. I love just like him walking around like, listen, and it just looks like he's like the not a ghost, obviously. But he's yeah. Just, like, listen to yeah. me, like this is this is. It's just funny because you're like you're literally a ghost arguing with her. With like this just isn't supreme. working. Yeah. It, you know, I loved how we see 2012 Hulk, you know, smashing around the cars, and then he's kind of standing there just like. I love what you said. It's like looking back at your college days and you're like, oh my God, that was me. It's like, I'm, I was so stupid back then. I'm yeah, so sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was sorry. so funny. Oh, or like the night after, you know, going to Bender and you're just like, oh, I'm, what I did there, I'm so, it was not me. It was not me. I'm so sorry. And they're like, okay, well, go, go smash some stuff so it looks like you're him and just, you know, <laughs> rawr. rawr. Yeah. Throws the motorcycle. Ah! <laughs> I love how he took his shirt off too. Yeah. And being able to see those scenes again from different angles, which is great. Yeah, and I, see what comes after. Yeah. Like who knew be like I was so interested in the Avengers like delivering Loki after figuring out this Loki situation afterwards and delivering the Tesseract, mm-hmm. figuring out who's going to take that. Yeah. Well I kept thinking during this whole scene, I'm like do we ever see, you know, Iron Man or something flying in the background of the Avengers that we would not have seen or not have picked up on as important in 2012? And I'm like, wait, no, it's a different time timeline and all that. They're not quite the same. But, yeah, that was so... I love how you see that cam- the camera kind of pan up from that circular shot they do. And then just like two blocks over, you know, <laughs> in comes... Banner and Scott and Tony and Cap and all yes. that. It's just just a few blocks down. This is all happening yeah. at the same time. I, re- I really like how... Um, oh, God, what was her name? Sorcerer Lady. Oh, um, <laughs> the, the Sorcerer was... Supreme. Yeah, Sorcerer Supreme. One. Thank you. One. Yeah, the ancient one. Yeah. I always get the names confused. I no, really like good. how she explained how if you take the stone out of the time that it's in, mm-hmm. how that opens another dimension, because that really helped explain some of the time travel stuff mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why they had to do what they did as it progressed further along yeah right that was and i loved seeing you know new york 2012 asgard 2014 mm-hmm. you know uh-huh. morag or 2013 morag 2014 and i think the the funniest scene of the whole movie has to be having to recreate an opening of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yes. And then seeing <laughs> what Peter it. Quill's actually oh doing. Gosh. Just, you know, just awkwardly singing by himself. Because you're like, oh, yeah. If this really was just him on the planet, there would be no, you know, <laughs> yeah. background music. He would well, look like Well, he's listening on the headphones. On the, yeah. on the Walkman headphones. Yeah, just like dancing around. And then Rhodey just looks at Nebula and saying like, so he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I was talking to my roommate one night on my AirPods, 
And I seriously felt like when I saw that whole Peter Quill scene, I was like, that was probably me walking through Coles, not on my phone, just my headphones in. I probably looked like I was talking to myself (laughs) and looked like I was crazy. I was like, wow. So for anybody that talks on your headphones... You Without to... your phone out, you look like that. <laughs> so, know. That was the best, you know. I was half expecting them to flash up Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. You know, yes. Like they did in the movie. I'm like, are we just going to like go full on, you know, meta crossover here? But I'm like, no, they wouldn't do that. But just, I couldn't tell if they were the exact same scenes or if they had reshot those scenes. Because I feel like they were exactly, at least... Like, the circular shot of the Avengers in 2012, and then the dancing Peter Quill in 2014, like, those were probably exactly the same shots, just digitally redone, to look yeah. but up there, to date. But I think there's one scene where Rhodey and, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting her name. Nebula? Nebula are talking, and you see Peter dancing in the background. That so I think that probably... Yeah. Shot yeah. again for this movie, but right. yeah, to think like, oh, it was just so fun. It was, yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I love characters seeing themselves like when Captain America fights himself. <laughs> yeah, that was great. You know. Oh, and he says the the line, "I can do this all day." He goes, "I know, no, I know, I know." I know. <laughs> like even lines that we thought in 2012 were like, "Yeah, that's so cool." Yeah. In retrospect, it's just like. You sound like a jerk. You or, sound like a douchebag. Or just the interactions between all the characters, like when. Tony and Ant-Man first get up to the top of Stark Tower, which becomes Avengers Tower, and Tony goes, that suit didn't do anything for your ass, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> and Ant-Man, what, he said, from like, my perspective, that's a grass. That's America's ass. And then just after he, after Cap, you know, finally knocks out 2012 Cap, he just kind of looks down, that is America's ass. And yeah. just walks out. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was... the. Oh my gosh. I loved the plot twist of the 2012 where the Loki takes the, yeah. the Tesseract? Is that what the it Tesseract. Is? Yeah, yeah, the Tesseract. Uh-huh. I always, like I said, I always forget what stuff's called. I probably look like I'm not an Avengers or Marvel fan. No, but you're good. Yeah. Like where he takes the Tesseract and he's just like, bye! And like just disappears Peace. and they're like, wait, what? What are they yeah. going to do now? Yeah. Well, that was my thought is like, okay, so we take, we're taking all these stones out of their timeline as the Ancient One said like, darkness will envelop the world. I'm like, until they returned the stones was 2012, 2013, 2014 just in chaos? You know? Just like, gone. But, um, you know, but it was overall, it was just such a fun, you know, and seeing, I was concerned, I don't know if anyone else was, that when we see Thor's mother, that that was Loki. I was concerned about that too, I'm not gonna lie. I know we saw him locked up, but I know, like, Loki escapes in Thor the Dark World. Yeah. So I was concerned that he would sense that Thor was there and he would disguise himself as his mother. When he's like, I, he's like, that's not the Thor I know. I was concerned that that was actually Loki. Oh, see, I wasn't. Because in the movie, he is let out by one of the, one of Malekith's, one of Malekith's uh, cronies. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I was concerned though, too. I was like, oh, oh no, is this going to be? Because like, when they hug at the very end before they, you know go back to 2019 or i guess at this point 2022 would have been whatever five years after 2023 18 2023 yeah yeah before it was 2023 it that that was going to be like when they hug that loki was going to like stab thor or something yeah i've been like oh Uh, no but guess not and that okay so i 
I was shocked when they moved forward, going away from the time travel for a second. Yeah. When they jumped forward five years in time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, wow, yeah. we're really into this timeline now. And after this snap happened, which I think is being called the decimation. Mm-hmm. And just, like, that support group that, you know, Captain America is kind of running or helping run. Or being or part of. Or it just seems like of. he's a part of, yeah. Also, was that guy who was talking Joe Russo? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. one of the directors who was the okay. guy who was talking about the the date he had with the other guy. Oh, right, he shows cool. up in all the Marvel movies that he directs. That really? He oh, okay. Anthony Russo direct. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, I, I, it's, it's kind of funny, you know. Oh, when did you cry? Oh, you know. But at the same time, to think like, yeah, when half of everyone you know is just gone. That'll take a while to heal. Well, and, or do you ever really heal? Or do you ever really heal? I mean, the kid from when Ant Man shows up, and then he's like, "Kid, what happened? Kid, like, I it was so subtle, but like, he's like, what happened?" And the kid like, cause it's like really quiet, and like he turns, and you can see him like wipe something away from his face. And it's just and kind I, of that like, I'm wondering if like his parents or like all of his family was was gone, and now he's just kind of by himself. Because yeah. I mean, that was such a like. And then Aunt Mama was just like, oh my god, something bad happened. And then he shows up at the monuments. Yeah. Like, of all the, like, loss. The loss or the fallen. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, wow. Like, you can, like you said, you can really tell, like, it was... the effects of what Oof. happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, I think the, the biggest kind of, you know, how s- sad, for lack of a better term, society's gotten is you see City Field in New York. Oh my gosh, yeah. The Met Stadium, mm-hmm. just completely empty and just like falling apart. Like, people don't have time for baseball. There's no more, no one wants to go to entertainment anymore. You know, it's, we're too busy being sad. That you know? are... and, and just, uh Well, that and just like trying to recover. I mean, let's, let's look at it this way. People that, like, mass production has probably stopped farming. And mass farming's probably stopped. So people have to devote their time elsewhere just to survive. It's like you said, there's mm-hmm. no time just to... for entertainment. It, and, like, there's only time for sadness and to survive. Yeah. It's... Ugh. I mean, the shot of New York with all those boats crashed into the Statue of Liberty and all that kind of stuff. I mean, she's yeah. still standing, but you can just tell, like, the, well, also, the how, like, how, how many, many people there are. How many people gone. who were, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about this on the way... To the movie briefly, how like there's potentially there was a flight going on, and maybe both the pilots got snapped, and no one knew how to fly a plane, so that plane just crashed. Yeah, right. You know that's so it's not just half of the universe potentially; it's potentially even more more. so because of half the universe. Mm -hmm. Right, and you know it. The moment so when they go to kill Thanos, the very beginning, um, you know it's. It's interesting that we see him just chilling on a farm, just, you know, or in the garden, as it's called, as Nebula calls it, mm-hmm. um, and he's just completely calm. He's like, I destroyed the stones. I did what I had to do, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love how that lying scene from Infinity War comes back in play, where Rose is like, he's, we got to search this place. He's lying. He has to be somewhere. And Nebula's like, he doesn't lie. Yeah. My father does not lie. Yeah. It's like... I just, I did not think that Thor was gonna cut his head off though. I I, I no, knew I'm... I knew Thor would do something 
just based on the psychological factor that you see him in. Because he's like, I lost. Yeah, he's like, I lost. I'm a god. I should have been able to like prevent this or something. Mm-hmm. And I, you, I mean, like he's lost everything. Yeah. So he's clearly destroyed. I mean, like he didn't just lose half of like he lost his planet. He lost his brother. True. He lost all of his family. So I mean, like I think it took more of a toll on him because he had been through all of this stuff before the Avengers had lost what they lost. And now he's kind of like, I failed even more so. That's right. true. That's and true. so, I thought he was going to do something. I didn't think it was going to be him just chopping off Thanos' head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By any means. I honestly thought, like we had said earlier, it was going to be Nebula. Yeah. 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 And Thor's, <laughs> where, where he ends up is, where his, <laughs> his journey is so interesting. Oh my god. And I feel like it brings in more of the dimension that Taika Waititi brought in in Thor Ragnarok where Chris Hemsworth is such a comedic actor but it's just Thor as even more flawed because in the in the first few movies he he like he had like some character flaws but it was more like he was just he was so ambitious yeah and Mm -hmm. he was kind of self-centered but it's it's just cool seeing how like he had let himself go Oh my yeah, gosh. he was living that... with Korg and, and Meek, Meek and just that... playing Fortnite yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that beer gut, though, I was no. For any of you that are like love Thor and like his physique, it goes to hell. It literally goes to hell. Oh, it was. And like that beer gut, you could totally tell it was fake, and it was disgustingly fake. Like I feel but like they could have put some it more was effort great. into it. Was it was still really. Funny oh, it was now. still funny. I'm not complaining about that, but it just looked disgustingly fake. And I was like, I feel like they did that as a purpose. Also, I love the big beard on Thor yes. and the really long hair. Just you know, like he has he hasn't cared in five years. Yeah. Since killing Thanos, he's just like I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I I love what his mom told him though, because I think it ties back to like what you were saying about him being kind of self centered. He's a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I feel like at some at some points throughout his journey, mm-hmm. and what his mom said is like, "Don't be who like she's like, like don't no, be who you're supposed to be. Don't be what everybody else wants you to be." Yeah, that no thing. one can ever be who they're supposed to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just love that because I feel like he's been trying so hard to like prove himself and that he's a god and like protect other people. And now when he got that, like, I feel like that was a sense of healing for him. Yeah, and so he could go forward and do his Avengers job. And the way of like, okay, once this is done, I'm going to go be who I am and I'm not going to worry about X, Y, Z. Yeah. I'm not going to try to be the God of Thunder. I'm not going to try to be the king of Asgard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're right. Because he abdicates that. He gives that to Valkyrie at he's the like, end. He's like, mm-hmm. you're their king. You're their queen. Yeah. And he, and he and re-quotes his mom. Yeah. And he's like, peace. I'm going to go chill with the Guardians. Which makes me so excited for Guardians 3 that we're going to have Thor just there with them. I love the fight between him and Quill because it brought brought me back to like Infinity Infinity War. I'm like, I'm the leader. Yeah, Yeah, of course course you are. (laughs) Yes, yes, of course. Why? Of course, you're the captain. Then everyone's like, you should fight. With knives. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> Rock would be like, I got some blasters if you want, or some knives. And man just, just like, yes, yeah. knives. Did you, I forget, I think it was when Rocket was talking to Thor, I think when they were trying to convince Thor to join them at the Avengers facility. But when Rocket talks about how he lost his family, he mentions all of them like, Quill, Drax, Groot, Gamora, the antenna lady. Yeah. <laughs> 
what she. That's just what he describes her. Then he's like, anybody yeah. that describes her, he's like, I'm not a raccoon. Yeah. It's like, well, she's not antenna head, sir. I, I'm wondering if Guardians Three is going to be like the search for Gamora. Yeah. Well, I oh, think so because we yeah. have this past Gamora, and she didn't she didn't go with the Guardians of the Galaxy because you see on the ship, Peter's looking at a picture of Gamora. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's so looking. Like, so she's now out of her own time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which again, time travel is strange in this movie. It base time travel in Avengers Endgame breaks all the rules of cinematic time travel as we know them. And it's funny because they kind of broke the fourth wall by stating that. Oh yeah. Yeah. In a subtle way in the beginning. And I wish I remembered exactly what they had said. So anybody that has not seen the movie yet and goes and sees it or has already seen it and remembers that, please just comment what it was. <laughs> yeah, please let us know on Instagram or Twitter what that actual uh comment was because you know it was all about you know oh well you're when you go to the future your present becomes your past because you haven't time traveled yet and it's yeah yeah it but but banner and nebula explain it but i love how roadie's like wait a minute hold on if we go back and we like find ourselves like what are we gonna do and they're listening off you know back to the future you know, hot tub time machine. A hot tub time machine. <laughs> uh, and Ant Man says, "Die hard." It's like die hard. Like, Wait, this. no, not that one. <laughs> yeah. But just like all these other movies, you know, where time travel is a thing, and it's just like, nope, forget that. That's not how time travel works. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. Okay. So. Oh wait, but I like how. And Thor gets Mjolnir back. Oh, he yes. does. He brings it. Brings it back. Yeah, yeah. and I like. I'm so worthy. <laughs> And I just always like holds it out, and Rocket's like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "It, it takes a moment." Yeah, his mom's just like, "It takes a moment." It, it and, take she, a minute and he's like, time. "What?" And then all of a sudden, the hair shows up. Like, oh, yeah. Yes! And he and he shows up with to that fight with Thanos with both Stormbreaker and Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was just amazing. Yeah. Yes. And actually, those are gonna go next. So the Avengers are able to get all the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. Well, we should they... talk. Well, I would say we should talk about the plot twist about the Tesseract one then. What about the how they had to go back even more oh, in time? Yeah. But they had like how did they pinpoint that exact time is what I want to know. Tony had known. Tony knew okay. the Tesseract I could, was there. I didn't pick that up at first yeah, and I was like the history of Shield. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, so when they go to 2012 due to some mistakes that are made along the way um thanks in part to Hulk. Yeah. Um not Professor Hulk. Not Professor Hulk, 2012 Hulk. Um the Tesseract is given is taken by Loki, and Loki just goes away. So probably Loki just off plotting his next attack in 2012. Um, but then um, Cap and Tony have to go back to 1970 in New Jersey to get the Tesseract because Tony knows because his father was working on it that the Tesseract was in New Jersey at the S.H.I.E.L.D. installation, the S.H.I.E.L.D. base. Mm-hmm. So they have to go back, and what's great about that scene is we see young Howard Stark, and we see young Hank Pym, and we get some really cool Easter eggs here. Um, we talked about this again before we recorded the podcast, how we see the kind of comic version, the original Ant-Man helmet, of the kind of big metal dome, the kind of eye holes kind of speaker thing right in the front the crazy just stupid antenna sticking straight up Mm -hmm. as the like og ant-man just sitting there on hank's desk which is great Mm -hmm. um and then how 
Tony calls, or Cap calls Hank to get him to go out of his lab so he can go in and steal more pin particles, mm-hmm. which is what's allowing them to time travel. Um, and how he's, you know, uh, we got a package here, but uh, some guys opened it. Oh, or like, it's, I uh, still got some glowing package here. Oh, they didn't open it, did they? Oh, they did, and they're not feeling good. Okay, I'll be right there. Just running, Hank. Get out of my way, I gotta go! And to think, you know, what other crazy stuff has Hank Pym been working on? You right. know, that he would think that that is something. Like, he could think of an actual thing that would be causing people to be not feeling good. Well, yeah. uh, is, it, is it assumed that it's the Pym Particles? I don't think it's the Pym Particles. I think it's just, like, you have a ship, like, you... You sent something out for shipping the other day. And he's like, yeah? Or something like that. He's like, yeah, they, they opened it. He's like, uh, they're not feeling good. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I, I think, didn't he mention that they turned green or something? They turned, they're, you know, they're, they turned, or like, yeah, they're not feeling good. They turned yeah. green. And somebody's like, uh-oh. I thought I was like, is that like some Hulk kind of a thing? Or, Maybe it's I mean, like gamma not, radiation. But... I don't know. But yeah, so, yeah. you know, they, you know, so he I, runs off. As, as someone that hadn't seen the first Captain America, I really liked going back and seeing that. And seeing... Captain America's girlfriend oh, in that moment. Peggy. So as someone that hadn't yeah. seen that, I was like, that kind of tied up some loose ends for me and like mm-hmm. kind of sealed some gaps that I've missed. So mm-hmm. I, I thought that was pretty cool. And then you could yeah. really see in that moment when Captain America really missed her. I think it was that moment where he's like, if I get a chance to go back in time again, I know I, what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm just going to go back. I'm just going to stay. Yeah. I'm going to live my life. Mm-hmm. Just like Tony said. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's it's just so. Oh, we'll get to the ending in a moment. We'll get there in a bit, but yeah. um, we also have to go back to the 1970s, and it's great how Tony is like, "I'm Howard Potts," <laughs> and I was like, "Where is he?" Did you say Howard Stark? We're like, "Oh, my name's Howard Stark too. Nice to meet you." Yeah, I was afraid of that for a second too. And just their whole interaction of you know, my wife's you know expecting and. He's like, oh, well, how far along is she? And he just kind of puts his hand out from his stomach. He's like, oh, about... <laughs> that, that's he, such a man Here? Thing. I don't know. And... Enough where I... She hates the sound of my chewing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he's like, I'm a little concerned. He's like, why? He's like, I don't know. I don't want him to end up just like me. And then it's like kind of that moment of like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, and he, what does he say? Oh. He says, my own self-interests have often outweighed the common good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then Tony kind of realizing, like, I mean, I think he's already know, always known that he has some of his father. But he, oh, even, yeah. he even says, I think Tony at that point says something along the lines of that, I'm sure he'll pass on some good traits too. Yeah. Yeah, he said something like, I only remember the good times. Something like that, yeah. Well, when yeah. he's talking about his own father, yeah. 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 And so I loved how when he gets in his car and the butler that Howard has is named Jarvis. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, have I met that man? Like, we don't know that man. And he's like, you meet a lot of people, sir. And it's just like, Huh. So he just seems so familiar. <laughs> you know, I just love that. And then they head back and they get the stones and so once they have all the stones, they basically make their own infinity gauntlet using the Iron Man, you know Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Glove. Um which kinda makes me think like why do the dwarves have to make like this crazy gauntlet? Like <laughs> in Infinity War it's insinuated that like, you know, only these guys could make the thing to hold the stones. And then Tony's like, I'm just going to repurpose one of my gloves. Well, don't you believe that Iron Man would be capable of that, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It just, awesome just kind of made me laugh of, like, this human can just be like, bum, 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 bum. here's a glove. 
Whereas in space, you know, these, I guess, dwarves or whatever they're, I guess they're called dwarves, mm-hmm. you know, you have to use all their power to make this one glove to hold the Infinity Stones. It's kind of, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, so we have that, and there actually, there are two snaps, two extra snaps in this film, um, where Hulk snaps and reverses Thanos' snap. Mm-hmm. And is able to bring back everyone, mm-hmm. but he doesn't bring them back to five years beforehand. He brought them back just to that moment. Oh yeah, he did. so he didn't technically reverse. He just brought everyone back. Right. True. Yeah. So he brings everyone back. You know, which that makes you think like, is everyone five years younger? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So five years would have passed, and you're still the same age. Which that makes me wonder about so many things. Because think about it, in some situations. You could have a younger sibling who's now technically older than you now, mm-hmm. or yeah. or like in high, like we saw the end. Peter's going back to high school. I'm like, yeah. Did they just like <laughs> wait for everyone to but, come back? But Ned's there too, so I guess he got snapped. So then, if if Far From Home takes place after that, then all the kids who we see from the first Avengers also got snapped, and they just happened to they all, right. all happened to be snapped at the same time, and which makes me think that Far From Home is a prequel to mm-hmm. Infinity War. I could see that. Um, but, but yeah. Anyway, um, you know, they redo the snap, and I love how the indication that it worked is you have all the birds outside. Yes. And just, like, things are normal now. Well, yeah. and then Hawkeye gets the call from his wife. Hawkeye gets yeah. the call from his wife. Yeah. And Ant-Man sees the birds. While this is all happening, Nebula has switched places with herself. And 2014, Nebula has come to 2023, mm-hmm. and she basically, well, she's able to give Thanos a pin particle, yeah, which he then uses to come back to, or come forward to 2023, mm-hmm. where he launches a full-on attack at the Avengers facility. Yeah. That was and, so, un- like, I did not expect him to just blow it up. No, no. I did not expect that, you know, I mean, maybe he would come down himself, but then when he's just, you know, shooting all those missiles down, and we see some Outriders, which we talked about last week, mm-hmm. um, those kind of Chitauri-looking uh, dog alien things that are those chasing Hawkeye. Freaky. You know, and, you know, all this attack, this massive attack happens, and I thought for a moment, I'm like, oh my god, did everyone just die? Like... What yeah. are we gonna do? I, I thought Ant Man was dead for sure. Oh really? Because he was just there in front of the window and just. Yeah. I thought Ant Man was dead. I was like, well, there goes Scott Lang. Well, I thought Hawkeye was dead too. Yeah, I was. I was like, gonna be so upset because he had just gotten his family back. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, they went full Game of Thrones right here. Everyone's dead, <laughs> you know. Um, but of course, they, everyone survives, um, thankfully. Um, and then that's basically. The snap is kind of our end of Act 2. I would say Act 1 is from the very beginning of the movie to realizing we have to go back. Act 2 is almost like a movie in a movie mm-hmm. of re-watching and reliving these three, four movies we've already seen again. And then Act 3 is the first snap to the very end of the movie. So we have the battle going on. And as everyone is kind of gearing up to get ready to fight Thanos, we have our kind of big three who go out to confront Thanos while 2014 Nebula goes to find the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. 
and you know we have um you know iron man captain america and thor all going out and my first thought as they're heading out i'm thinking should they wait because like if the snap brought everyone back they have everyone who can help them they should like wait right you know the people that came back might not have known. The only person that knew was Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because he rallied up everybody. Because you remember, he's the one that um, opened up all those portals. And all the other for, sorcerers right. who were there. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. he was the only one that knew. Yeah, and they're all in different on. places. That's true. Yeah, because he is the one that knew of all the ways it could go. Yeah. And he's the only one. That's true. So I think this was the first. So we have this fight where. It looks like our guys, our team might be defeated. Two big things happen here I really want to talk about. Um, so they go to attack, and Thor has Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, and he loses Mjolnir during the battle, and Captain America is able to summon Mjolnir. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. awesome. And that moment was just like, oh my gosh. Here we go. Yeah, where Thor cheers and goes, I knew it. Yep. And, you know, we kind of see that hinted at in Age of Ultron where he kind of like, yeah, briefly moves in and like, ah. And Thor's look, I'm kind of like, oh, oh no, wait, what? <laughs> and we were looking at the IMDb trivia and apparently in an interview, Joss Whedon said that he likes to think that Cap's been able to lift Mjolnir the entire time, but just hasn't because he doesn't want to offend Thor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to make him upset or realize that he's not the only one who's worthy enough to wield the hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just seeing having that happen was just great. And it was it, it, they couldn't have timed it more perfectly. Like Thor was getting his butt, butt handed to him, yeah, by by Thanos, and then all of a sudden you just see the hammer out of nowhere. You're like, well, who the heck threw that? And then you just see Captain grab it. And everybody in the movie theater was just like, <gasps> what? Yeah. yeah, that was that was great. And so then Thanos goes back and he's hitting on Cap, hitting on Cap, hitting on Cap. It's an he... interesting way to phrase that. <laughs> <laughs> that is America's ass. <laughs> I'll have to add two more stones to my collection. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> oh, God. Hey! Um, anyway. Um, you know, the... Then you kind of... Everything looks really dire. Cap's shield is broken. Yeah. Iron Man is oh my beat down. Thor is, you know, struggling. Cap is struggling. And then you hear in Cap's earpiece, you know, on your left. And it's it's Falcon. Yeah. Like, well, at this point, Thanos has amassed his whole army there. Oh, yeah. The entire Black Order. And you see Captain America just standing there, broken shield and Mjolnir, just looking at this army. And I'm like... Just gonna have Captain America fight them by themselves. Well, and he, he just looks defeated. I mean, Iron Man is down. Mm-hmm. Thor, Thor is, down. is down and can't get up. Yeah, and like you just see Captain America, and he's just like, and I think that was almost symbolic to America itself in a weird way. Oh, we're gonna get political here. Well, not I'm not getting political. I just mean it's symbolic <laughs> in the fact that like we try not to give up in the past. Oh. Like, we try to fight on no matter how broken we are. Spirit, well, I think that comes from, yeah. he, he represents... The spirit of America. Well, the be- the best. The best. Uh, yeah. Like, the idealistic yeah. version. Like, the ideals... I don't know, like, in American sense, but, like, more the ideals that 
that are represent the best of us. Yeah, because yeah. he just stands there, and it's just like, it's just a still frame of like just him. Yeah, and like the debris floating that... in the background, and it's just it was almost like too long, which is what makes me feel like it was just like a symbol of like the Avengers, mm-hmm. what we stand for, and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. faced with the fact that like we're outnumbered, we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, like this is probably the end, but we're gonna fight on until it actually ends. And we saw some new some new uh, henchmen here. We saw like the big gorilla guys. Oh, those things. Oh yeah, with like the big chains around their necks and the black orders there again, and you know all that. I'm glad we got to see some Ebony Maw, who again, yeah. as we mentioned last week, is my favorite of the Black Order. He was great. Um, but then I would have taken that frame and framed that, taken that shot, yeah, and just frame it on my wall, just have that there. Um, but to see, but then to hear, you know, Falcon you're on your left, yeah, and you see the the portal being opened, and Black know, Panther for, shows up, and Black Panther shows up, and um, Okoye and Shuri. And that was the first moment where I started to tear up. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, they're back. Yeah. We did it. And just, oh my gosh. And, you know, all the Wakanda's back. And we see some of their ships fly in. And, of course, all of their forces come out. And Doctor Strange and all the sorcerers. And all the sorcerers. Oh my gosh. And Wong is there. And, Bucky. you know, Bucky and Groot is back. And mm-hmm. just everyone's... Spider-Man's back. Yeah. Everyone who we lost in the first one's back. Spider- Spider-Man and Iron Man's reunion was so touching. I think yeah. that's where I really started to tear up. I honestly thought Iron Man, if he had survived, was going to like be like, okay, Spider-Man, like just, just stay with us as our family or something. Because you can really tell just like the love that Iron Man has for Spider-Man. Like he was really beaten up that yeah. Or was like taking care of him and Aunt May of just like, you know, yeah. here, whatever you need, right. you know, well, I'm yeah. here to provide and... No, that's what I mean by. Well, I think also like that. the the it's interesting getting, you getting the perspective of how everyone else felt mm-hmm. from Peter Parker. You know, he's like, remember how we were on that planet and then yeah. got all dusty, and then I was here, but Doctor Strange was here, and he was like, I know what happened, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess I don't know, because I know there were a lot of fan theories that everyone went to the Soul Stone because in the comics, mm-hmm. oh, people yeah. end up in the Soul Stone. Yeah. Okay. After they're killed by the Infinity Gauntlet. And so oh. it was interesting that it's just like, oh, it's like they were just kind of like blacked out for a moment and came back. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so interesting to think. Yeah, and they realized that they were disintegrated. Yeah. And then they're back. And the end. You know, and they're back. Um, but then that whole final fight got some really fun humorous moments, some really fun action-filled moments. I think my favorite of that whole sequence is Spider-Man holding onto the gauntlet saying, kill mode, activate! And then the... Insta-kill, yeah. The insta-kill. That's that's a a callback to Spider-Man Homecoming. Really? Yeah. There are so many references in this movie. It's amazing. Oh. And just, you know, I loved Captain Marvel coming down. Um, Also, her entrance was great because we have Scarlet Witch lifts up Thanos is like ripping his armor off of him, and he shouts to Ebony Maw, you know, fire the fire the cannons. He's like, so but like, sir, our troops. He's like, I don't care. You know, Thanos is now. You're like, okay, we got to a point where even he's you know, thinking he might lose, mm-hmm. and he's just firing on everyone. Desperate. And then the cannons just shift up 
Like, where are they firing at? And I was thinking, like, is Nick Fury going to show up with, like, a helicarrier? I thought Nebula and Gamora from the inside had overrun the shields. Because we hadn't seen them yet by that point, I don't think. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe... But they were on the ground, because... Oh, yeah. Well, I thought maybe... Well, okay, then, recorrection. I thought maybe they had gotten back on the ship. Oh, okay. Or something. Or someone had. And they were able to... And overrode it. And overrode. Yeah. But then when... It was just that glowing ball. I'm like, oh, it's Captain Marvel. Nice. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was amazing. You know, and then she just, pew. I don't know if that was a reference to The Last Jedi, <laughs> because just splitting right through a ship, running right uh, through a ship, to kind of go kamikaze there for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just kind of, that's what I thought of at least. Yes. Yeah. How awesome was that one scene, though, when, who, who was the person who was going to run through the Infinity Gauntlet? And then all of the, so many of the women Avengers come oh, Peter. together. Not, not Peter. Not Peter. Spider-Man. No, I it wasn't. Thought. It was, oh my gosh, who was it? Hang on, we're going to pause this. Okay, so we figured out that it was Spider-Man hands the gauntlet over to Captain Marvel. He then says, you need backup. And then one of the coolest moments of the MCU happens where, she, where, I don't know if it was Pepper or someone's like, no, she's got backup. And then all the wi- the female heroes step up mm-hmm. and just beat down all of Thanos's you know, cronies there in the way of Captain Marvel, which was just amazing. Yeah. yeah. That was so powerful. Yeah, it was so cool. And then eventually, you know, Thanos is able to get the gauntlet and it's kind of like, oh no again no please you know stop and then tony kind of tackles him for a moment and then thanos throws him off and in one of the best gotcha moments of endgame you know thanos is you know and now you know destiny arrives all the same what you know he keeps snapping and he looks back all the stones are gone mm-hmm. and Tony's got them on his and this moment was probably the best for Robert Downey Jr. because already earlier after everyone comes back Cap finally gets to say Avengers assemble mm-hmm. that was and then, that was amazing because you just see all of them coming out of their portals and just and then all of a sudden you just see him go like Avengers uh, and just like Thanos is when they pan to his face it's just like, like you can just tell he's like oh my god uh-oh. I did not yeah. plan for this yeah. And then everybody's just, like, there. And, like, all the major key Avengers are in the front line. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was, like, really cool. Because, I mean, to me, I'm like, that's, in a way, like, leadership. And at the same time, just shows that, like, we're going to fight this with our people behind us. Yeah. And it was just such a... And you're just like... Like, my heart, like, swelled. And I was like, like oh, oh, my God. That was, I think, that's when I started, like, actually crying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It's <laughs> you know, because Infinity War, we had all the major characters, but they were all separate. But then to see everyone there together, that was just amazing. Yeah. And so then, when Tony gets all the stones from Thanos and puts them on his gauntlet or his glove, and he's just like, "And I am Iron Man," <laughs> and just that snap, I'm yeah. just like, "Yeah." Well, I uh, love how Doctor Strange, because. We were talking about this earlier. He, Tony's like, is this our one? And Doctor Strange's like, if I tell you, it won't happen. And then as Doctor Strange, because like, whatever like happened, the water. Like, yeah, because there was a blast that 
caused the yeah. area to flood. And he looked at Tony, and he just held the one finger, and that's when Tony lunged for Thanos. Yeah. Which I'm wondering if Tony's suit just magically accepted the stones, or if he had a second one made as a just-in-case. I think he just kind of, like... His suit adapts so well, which is yeah. why I think... I think that's just kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, but just having one of the last words Tony Stark says is being, I am Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Being the same words that ended the first Iron Man movie, where he says, I'm Iron Man. Yeah. And then he echoes that in Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. It's that whole, that whole story of, it's, it's the man or the suit. Yeah. yeah it, it was it was awesome. Great book in. And then, with that snap, it's just too much, and he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a tear jerk. Oh my god. I, I was like, okay, he's dead. Okay. But then when he's giving that speech oh about gosh. like happy endings and you know we fight for what we can for the, through the recording yeah and seeing the shots of Scott and his family and Wakanda and T'Challa I'm getting I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still getting emotional already thinking about it and just seeing you know kind of like we did it we won mm-hmm. and seeing Clint join rejoin his family and all that that's when I was just like tears streaming down my face yeah that was like okay you got me there marvel <laughs> i didn't think i was actually gonna cry i'm like i'm just gonna go and be like cool that was awesome oh man great finale and walk out but i did not expect to be crying mm-hmm. so much so i asked adam this yesterday but did you have a favorite part of the movie or are you like adam and just like loved oh, all of I it i love the whole thing i because i i feel like it was the whole movie was like a love letter to the fans in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, yeah. All of the callbacks, I think, really, really were awesome. Like, I, I wrote down a list. And I don't even think I have all of them. <laughs> like, in the beginning where Tony and Steve are reunited and they're having that conversation and Tony's mad at him. And he said, you said that um, if we failed, we we will fail together and we'll do that together too. And that's a callback to Age of Ultron. and. Mm-hmm. In that little flower bouquet that they make for Tony's funeral, it has that original arc reactor that mm-hmm. Pepper had made into that trophy that says proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Mm-hmm. The Gardens of the Galaxy dance scene. The Wasp calling Captain America Cap because she had joked around with Scott about that in Ant-Man and the Wasp, how he was calling Captain America Cap. Yeah. Cap got his last dance with Peggy. Morgan Stark wanting a cheeseburger like her dad did. Yeah. The kid Harley from Iron Man 3 showing up. Yeah. Uh, there's just so much. Hank, Alexander Pierce and Frank Grillo showing up in that, uh, when they go back to 2012, yeah. New York. That the elevator scene shot just like it's shot in Captain in, America the Winter Soldier. Yes. Yep. But instead of beating them off, he he says, "Hail Hydra." Just because he knows, of course, now in retrospect, that they all were Hydra agents, and right that you know, Hail Hydra is like, oh, he's with us. Oh, okay, I take this after, yeah. Yeah, when Nat and Clint are flying to what is it called, Vormir, and there's like Vormir. nothing like Budapest. Yes, yep. Oh, I love yeah. that from the first Avengers. Exactly, Falcon saying to Cap, "On your left." The insta kill thing with Spider Man. Just so, so many. Oh. And think... they were weaved in, in a way that was. It was natural. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wasn't like, it's fan service time! No, yeah. You know. Yeah. 
I have to say, and this is probably going to be a shocker, my favorite part was actually, my favorite and probably the most saddest part for me was when Black Widow dies. Yeah. And the reason why it's my favorite is because you can see, like she said, this is my family. Mm-hmm. And so you can see that she's so willing to sacrifice that, mm-hmm. like herself, to save like her family and their families. Yeah. And so like that was like my favorite and like the worst part for It's me. so touching. Yeah, you're right, because... When she's getting kind of teared up when in the earlier in the film, when she's getting, which that's something else I, I like where they've made these like international Avengers or like galaxy wide Avengers and she's leading them. That's so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I like to think of like all the missions that they've had in those five years. Yeah. But that where Rhodey's talking about what Hawkeye Clint has been up to as Ronan and how you, they almost don't want to catch him. Yeah. And Kept, uh, Steve shows up and they have that conversation and Natasha talks about how this has given her a family. Yeah. And then, yeah, after when when they all come back from time traveling and they're talking and Tony asks if she had a family and Captain America says us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Oh, yeah. oh, it's touching. Yeah, and I love how they were like, at, in Vormir, they were like, well, I think we know who has to do this. And then they're like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think we're think... talking about the same person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, kinda... that was, like, funny and, like, the seriousness where they're, like, we're not talking about the same person. That kind like... of fun, tongue-in-cheek kind of moment of just, you know, yep, it'll have to be you. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. And mm. then, right, and then they have to, like, fight because Hawkeye wants to sacrifice because he's lost everything. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think Hawkeye realized that if Black Widow sacrificed herself, he could get everything back, but Black Widow would only get back her Avengers family. Right. But also he but, I think he he wasn't happy with who he had become. Yeah, that's too. yeah. I second that. Yeah, so he's like I'm just going to do this because this is not me. Yeah. You his char- his character development and struggle in this was very prominent. Yeah. It yes. was yeah. And the thing that we first saw him as a guard in Thor. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Some guy guarding Mjolnir. Yeah. Oh man, I think all these characters and how far we've come. It, mm-hmm. you know, there was almost kind of like an emotional exhaustion of just like we did it. Mm-hmm. Got oh to yeah, the end. I could hear a lot of people at the end of the movie just sighing, like, <sighs> like oh my gosh, like yeah. yeah. And there is no after credit scene. Mm-mm. We probably should have mentioned it at the beginning, but you know. It's another yeah. Easter egg, though. There's, it's an Easter egg in that the final noise is a reference to Tony building his first suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think that this movie kind of basically was like Tony was the heart of the MCU, and adjacent to that was Steve Rogers. Yeah, because yeah. Steve's story is pretty much over, too. Yeah. The way that they end it. I have a feeling he either died shortly after handing the shield off, mm-hmm. you know, or he, you know, just gonna live in live in peace, you know. Yeah. And I think it was kind of fun how, you know, Sam asked him, you know, what was she like? And he's like, I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, that's, I think I'll keep that to myself. That, that's for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love how Bucky, I feel like, was in on it. You think so? I Well, just because he's like, 
he doesn't go and approach Captain America. Right, like, he tells Falcon to. Yeah, That's he true. Tell, so I feel like Bucky was in on it, because I guarantee you, like, that pass wasn't changed, but because he went back to where he was, mm-hmm. I that confused me so much, because I'm like, well, what about 2012 Captain America then? What do you mean? Like... Well, his future was his Right, past. right, and I get that, but I was still just so confused by it was a little part. weird to think like he lived a whole life but i guess after they've done this the past then became peaceful yeah mm. see that's why i'm like i'm so confused again like, if anybody picked up what they said or the how nebula is professor weird. described it yeah you're let right, us know okay maybe this is why the the there was a uh youtube video thumbnail that i had seen before seeing this so it was like captain america's ending makes no sense and actually now i'm saying it it doesn't make any sense yeah it is yeah. but it also is like kind of beautiful so i don't want to like i'll no i don't it's like oh, me, this is very emotional i'll make Sweet. it work because of that because his story oh well we no, no, go ahead. No, you i was go. gonna say he's a man who's lost in time like, yeah throughout after first avengers that's who he is that's true and he finds his place but also he's also had that nagging of wanting to be with peggy yeah that's true I don't know. Yeah. It was it was a sweet ending for him. Mm-hmm. It was a sweet ending for Tony. Yeah. But and... he had the last dance with Peggy. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so do you do you think that Peggy's the one who he ended up with? Oh yeah. I think yeah. so. She just seems so happy in the final scene. Yeah. Okay, so my thing with that is I think they were in a house together. I think they were like living together. I think yeah. that Maybe. was their house. Yeah, so my thing with that is then so the thing is though Captain America, he has this, he has this power, and he has all of this. Like he has strong morals and everything. I find it hard to believe that he could go back in time and not do anything. You know what I mean? Like just live peacefully and let all these awful things in the world happen. Well, I think that he. I think the what the message I got from that last bit, or that last scene is like, as he said, I tried some of that life Tony was talking about. Mm-hmm. where he recognizes, you know, there are forces out there that will keep us safe. I don't have to be the one. But his wife, Peggy, is like a huge part of that force that's trying to keep them safe. Maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't... Fo- See, this makes no <laughs> sense. As we're trying to talk about how sweet it is, it's like it doesn't make any sense that, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I feel like, like there's probably something in there that would make it would make sense. I'm sure the Rooster Brothers will come out in a few weeks and be like, yeah. actually, this is how it makes sense. Right, like if, yeah. if if Peggy Carter, if her whole job is the security of the world, their one of their best assets is like living with her. How would she not <laughs> use him? And yeah. how would he be okay with not... He's a, he's a soldier. Like, how would he yeah. be okay with not doing that? But, I don't know. But idealistically, I, I like that idea. Yeah. I, I like idealis- idealistically, again, you know, that he gets to live his life. He gets yeah. to come home. And he's... Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. How, can I, how could you explain that to you? Oh, yeah, I came back in time to be... <laughs> yeah. Like, how does that... Yeah. Remember how I died and then didn't die, and now I died and now I am not dead. Yeah. yeah. I I really like how he quoted Tony because how you brought up how it started off with their relationship in the beginning. Like I I was so angry at Captain America as well. Like I am a big big Iron Man fan. Like he's probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just something about him. Yeah. He's, he's my favorite. He's a compelling so when, character. Yeah, and so when he was so mad at Captain America, 
I was like, yeah, we should be mad at Captain America. Mm-hmm. And then when Pepper was having the conversation and she's like, but would you be able to rest to Tony if like he knew this information, knew that time travel would work? Out of oh. all of the years in like movies with Pepper being like, I really wish that you'd stop. I really wish that you'd stop. Like, I feel like that was like a turning point for her. And she's like, he does this for everyone's better good. Yeah, he's a futurist. Yeah, and so yeah. because I feel like that was such a pivotal moment, she's like, go. Go fix what's been wronged. Yeah. And like, I'm okay with that. So I feel like that was her moment of like changing as well. Mm-hmm. And then Tony was like, Okay, I'm going to do this for the greater good. Maybe not for Captain America, because they kind of still had a little bit of spats there when he showed up. Because they, they were kind of cocky to each other. Like, when Tony pulls up in the car and he's like, I got this. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's so just their like, relationship. Right, but I I also wasn't sure if it was, like, maybe still underlying, like, anger. I don't think so, because but... he gives him the shield. And, like, okay, that's yeah. pretty symbolic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that would make more sense for me then. But just, like, that whole development and, like, them being able to like forgive each other for like the better good yeah was so pivotal and just pepper because i've not been a fan of pepper but at that moment i was i didn't catch that line so then that makes that last moment then with pepper and tony even more tearjerker because she Mm -hmm. says you can rest now yeah she told him that at the very beginning she's like would you be able to rest oh no and And then it cut to them at the site at the avengers site yeah and i'm i can't Tony has a little daughter out there who he doesn't get to raise. Oh. And <laughs> she loves him 3,000. Maybe Peter Parker will become like an older brother to her. I maybe. feel like and, feel... and he'll become, not a father figure, but you know, the I don't know. Yeah. I So I, I kind of, just a bit joking here, so I put on my Instagram story after we had seen it, I took a picture of the credits, mm-hmm. and I said, well, I'm a mess now. I rate this movie 3,000 out of 10. Oh. So that was kind of a spoiler without context. Oh. Um, Wait, you know, some, something I just thought of now was that if if there's this five-year thing that happened and people who were snapped are now back, like, their birthdays don't necessarily correlate now. Because I'm thinking, like, you know, you go to a bar and it says, like, won't accept I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to know after this date. Like, <laughs> Maybe they're just like, you were they'll, gone for they'll, five they'll years. They'll be a sign that's like, yeah. like um, not snapped, this snapped this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you have to. Oh <laughs> well, Everyone I... gets a, a, a certificate of you. You did it. You came back. Yeah, exactly. Oh well, yeah. and like now the fallen monument will probably be like the fallen, but but came back. Yeah. Oh the, yeah, that's right. The fallen monument but... was just like we spent all this public money to put up this monument that's no longer oh, relevant. Oh, but what about? Because you know how we mentioned earlier about like the pilots. What if the pilots got snapped and then the people that? What about the people that weren't snapped that have died? They I mean, didn't that's come a, back. I, they I know. I don't think they would. But like, I, just also imagine... when the pilot come back like in the middle of the air. No, but just like imagine. <laughs> just, like, oh, you're right. Because they, they're put back. Oh my gosh, you're right. That's, that's what would happen. They just come back in the middle of the air. Just, well, like, oh, that's oh. terrifying. <laughs> it sounds so bad, but just like all these people like in the shape of like an airplane, just like, huh? Oh, so not only do these people get disintegrated, but they get to die again? Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I'll take the disintegration part. Yeah. I should have just stayed gone. Well, I guess you like... Just imagine, like, the heartbreak of that. Like, you see everybody being reunited, but, like, you realize that your family... Died under natural circumstances, technically speaking. From so they falling from thirty thousand feet in the over the no, 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 no. Like the people on like a plane and stuff. Like just realizing oh, yeah. that, like 
they they knew that their family was either they knew that their family hadn't been snapped then at that point if they didn't return. Yeah. So like I was yeah. like that'd be hard too. But yeah. Overall There's no wiping minds from this. No, no, no. I think, you know, overall, just a great great movie. Oh yeah. yeah. The best. Incredible. Um any final thoughts? Go see it if you haven't seen it, and I can't believe you listened to the spoilers for this long. Yeah. But if you're you'll still be fully, listening. You'll be fully prepared to know what happens. You'll be prepped. Yeah. yeah. Take tissues for <laughs> laughing so hard. If you're like me and Adam, we were sobbing through the last, like, <laughs> and Anthony. Bit. And, and Anthony, Anthony yeah. we were, all three of us were just crying at yeah. the end. You could just see how many people... Like, people were crying at the beginning because it was the last one. People were crying halfway through. I mean, to think that like, 10, 22 movies, 10 years worth of getting to know these characters, of theorizing, mm-hmm. of making podcasts about this, about right. making YouTube series about this, yeah. you know, this, and it's just kind of, it's done. This yeah. has been around for almost half of yours half and mine's life, lives. Adam, and Anthony oh, wow. since eighth yeah. grade. Like, like we've this... grown up with these. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We'll start crying again. You say it that way. Cry. Well, I mean, like, just I mean, it's like stuff. It's it's like Star Wars. Like if you People grew up with Star Wars, who grew up with Star Wars, they waited for who knows how long for the new stuff to come out. Yeah, and like we have not had that with the Marvel universe. The Marvel universe has been pretty constant. And I would yeah. say that that's the thing with with Star Wars. What makes it different between Star Wars and Marvel is that I mean Marvel. You got to see these characters on an almost regular basis. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tony Stark appears in not just Iron Man movies, but Avenger movies, and Captain America movies, and Spider-Man movies, and Captain America showed up in, you know... A lot. A lot of movies, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and side characters would show up here and there. I mean, Black Widow showed up in Iron Man and Captain America movies, respectively. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Nick Fury showed up in these movies, and you know all these different characters, and it it really felt like a season of a show that was twenty two episodes long, an hour and a half, two hour long episodes, and this was the season finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, kind of finally wrapping it up, you know, and the end. I guess my only final thought is I did not think they would kill Thanos. Oh. I feel like they couldn't not. Yeah, I think they killed him twice. I did not think that they would snap Thanos. Or that Tony would snap Thanos. I'm glad they did. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm glad they did. What are your feelings on it, Anthony? Yeah, I didn't didn't know exactly what Tony was going to do. I knew he was going to do something Mm -hmm. with that gauntlet, but I didn't realize, yeah, that's what he would do. Turn Thanos and his forces to dust. I guess that's... I don't know. There's something poetic about that. Of mm-hmm. now Thanos gets to experience the loss mm-hmm. that he thought would be nothing mm-hmm. to those, yeah. you know. But yeah. Also, I love how they, in the very beginning, like you just Thanos was different in the beginning because of the fact that what the Infinity Gauntlet and the stones did to his side of the body that he had the gauntlet on, mm-hmm. and then that happened to the Hulk, and yeah. we see him in his recovery stage at the end because he's got the giant sling on mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then you see that with Tony when he passes. And, yes. and you can just see the power of that. So it wasn't like Thanos. Like when Thanos said in the beginning, like these stones are very powerful and it almost killed him. It almost did. Like that wasn't yeah. a joking matter. And, it's, and I think it shows just how strong the stones are. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's very symbolic of that. Yeah. Also, real quick, with Captain America's journey to return all the stones. Yeah. Wouldn't that be like a difficult journey, like difficult thing to do? Returning how- all the stones <laughs> at the moment they were taken. How- hey, here you go. Here's your stone back. How do you return the soul stone? You have to bring someone back from the dead. <laughs> a soul for the soul stone. Like, is this? Is like also did did Red Skull recognize him? Like Captain America. Well, the, <laughs> I know. Yeah, the thing is, once the soul stone was taken, Red Skull was able to leave that place. So did Tony Stark just like right. drop it? He's like Captain America. Yeah, you know, just like well, I know. It's there, that whole process seems like. It was so difficult for them to just steal the stones in the first place. Wouldn't it be difficult to return them all to? Yeah. Unless you return them back to their different time frames. Well, that's yeah. what he was doing, though. I know, but I mean, like, not from, like, well, yeah, you had to return them right where exactly where they took them. I bet you he returned the Tesseract one from when they stole it from, to the very time, because then he could just walk into, uh, what's her name, his girlfriend's office. But I think uh, that it's implied the, that, think that's that they the last were... One. Mm-hmm. I think he put that one back last. I don't think so, because I think that they... That last thing we see of them is in the 40s. Oh, yeah. Because that car we see drive down the road is like a 40s, 50s car, not a 70s car. Right, but I... Because I don't think that they... That might have been the last one, but I don't think so. I don't... Yeah, I don't know how it would have... Yeah, that whole Captain America final journey is a little confusing to me. Marvel, please explain. Yeah. Did you see that he brought Mjolnir too, so he was going to return Mjolnir? Oh, I didn't oh, see yeah. too. Yeah, I saw him yeah. carrying it, but I thought it was just to fight. I thought so too at first, but then I'm like, wait, no, he's going to return that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought Thor would have kept it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I don't know what the final thoughts. I just, I mean, this movie, I'm not a super huge Marvel fan, but like, I want to go back and like rewatch everything. I actually had a friend that spent a whole month, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, you know Tim. Tim. Yeah. Shout out to Tim. <laughs> He watched a Marvel movie every day. He watched all of them. For 20 wow. Then went and saw... Ending. Ending. Yeah. Endgame, yeah. Endgame. I almost said Ending Game. Way to like, go, Tim. Right. It's yeah. a classic yeah. Tim move, though. Classic Tim move. Oh, yeah. It's, if you actually yeah. knew Tim, you'd be like, yes, he would do this. I don't know so what Tim he, is, but... He's probably the most prepped <laughs> yeah. for any of these. But yeah, so it was... It was a journey. Yes. 3,000 out of 10 would go see again. <sighs> Now I can rejoin social media and not have, not worry about spoilers. Oh, I know. Yeah, we all took a social media hiatus <laughs> for like forty eight yeah. hours. I'm like, can't can't look at it, can't look at it. But, yeah. God, yeah. God bless my friend on Twitter who had seen it. And the first tweet I saw of the morning, at, like after it came out, was, <laughs> "Wow, all these spoilers already." So I just turned off social media from then on out. Yeah. So out. So every so Anna, because you've not been on the podcast before. So every time we review a movie with a guest, we will always rate it out of ten somethings. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what should we rate this? I, I'm thinking of one. What are you thinking? <laughs> Captain America's butt cheeks. Because <laughs> that way you could do like <laughs> you could do nine butt cheeks, but a ha- and then half, or and then one, or nine so, asses, then half, and then a cheek. So out of <laughs> so out of ten of America's asses, what would you give this? What would you give Avengers Endgame? Well, if I can only go up to ten, it'd be ten. <laughs> ten all American asses. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we can go higher. I'd say three thousand. Three thousand. That's a lot of America. <laughs> yeah. But that's America. Yeah. <laughs> I would do ten as well. And I would do ten as well. Yeah. This was probably all in agreement. The probably the 
like I said earlier on, I left this movie feeling satisfied. Yeah. I wanted... I'm like... Honestly, if this was the last Marvel movie they ever made in the MCU, like, and this was just the end of the MCU, I'd be like, okay. Well, that's what's so great about this movie is that... So the Marvel Cinematic Universe, inherently, it's very... It's it's very episodic. Yeah. But this movie, we can sit in this for a while. Yeah. I like how they didn't have an end credit scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was no, you know... I like they didn't end with, you know, the Avengers will return. Yeah. Or this will happen. It's just like, we're going to take a break. Right. Yeah. I know other than Spider-Man Far From Home, they have no other movies planned for a whole year. Yeah. It'll be a year until any other Marvel movies come out. I know we still have Guardians 3 planned. Doctor Strange 2 is planned. Uh, probably a Black Panther 2 yeah. is planned. There's the rumored Eternals movie and Black Widow movie. Yep. The um, We're going to have a few series, a few... Um, It'll be a Falcon and Bucky series on Disney Plus, a Wanda and Vision series on Disney Plus, the Marvel What Ifs, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that now they've kind of done their big, you know, kind of celebration. I'm looking forward to the future because if they can make me cry after this, I'm excited to see what the next five to twenty years is has in store for us yeah, yeah. You, you don't cry out of a lot of like i cry out of a lot of movies so nobody should think I, my crying off of this movie but... i rarely cry ever in a movie yeah. and the fact that i was just bawling is you know man. yeah i looked over at you and you were worse than me which was, was yeah <laughs> yeah it was bad so all right well this has been marvel month mm-hmm uh, for Double A Popcast. Uh, but unlike the MCU, we're going to keep on going. We're going to keep on trucking. Uh, <laughs> next month in May will be Movie Month. And that sounds very generic, but let me just uh, explain what our plans are here. So we've been talking about movies pretty much since January on a regular basis, except in May. Mm-hmm. Anthony and I are going to be breaking down movies, going a bit meta here, and looking at film as an art, as a culture, and the effects film has had on society. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we'll be looking forward to that, and we hope you're looking forward to that. And again, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Double A Popcast. That's spelled D O U B L E A P O P C A S T. Double A Popcast, both Twitter and Instagram. And also give us high ratings on Apple Podcasts, because the higher the rating, the more likely people are to see us. The more people are to see us, the more likely they are to listen to us. And that would be great. Yes. So it'll have. You know what it'll have us saying? We'll be having us saying. Nice. Nice.